As you can see, you are now experiencing an unexperienceable experience in your life that you've never experienced before prior to me. Washington's most controversial, the most raw, unfiltered, uncut podcast, hosted by Seattle-based Commander-in-Chief of Laughter, General Mutombo, love from Washington State, USA. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fantastic show. Fabulous, fabulous environment. The energy is good today. I have one of my brothers, fam. One of my brothers from back in the day, from Wakanda forever. The artist, the entrepreneur. I mean, he's a lot of things. He's a baggage of, uh, he's a collection of arts. Eh? There's a lot of masterpieces in there, but I'll let you guys dissect and get to know the artist, the kingpin himself. Ocho London, man. Welcome to the show, yes, Ocho. Sir. Yes, sir. Bless up. Okay, Bless from up, Houston. Hey, hey. Yes, sir. Bless up. Mad love. Mad love, man. Appreciate that. Bless up. Bless up, man. How, how, oh, yo, yo, Ocho, man. Uh, how was your uh, holiday week? How was your Thanksgiving week? Oh, man. Thanksgiving was cool. Um, linked up with a couple of people out here, you know, our yeah. friends, friends, small circle out here in Houston and, you know, okay. just kept it, kept it simple, low profile. It's been a crazy year. So we did what we could and it was, you know, it turned out pretty nice. Did you, you, man? did you cook, did you cook turkey or anything? Oh, oh, man, you know, I, Africa, I, you don't eat turkey. You eat cuckoo. I mean, you know, turkey's a little, I don't really care for it too much, but you know, yeah. We still, we st- my cousin, my cousin made some turkey, so it was all right. I like to stick uh, to the, you know, the the original, you know, the African dishes. Keep it, yeah, man. You know, <laughs> keep that ugali. Hey, give that. That's no. that's to put our stuff to belly. Yeah, yeah I made man, a, yeah, uh, I I I uh, I made turkey for the first time. Nice. Yeah, I came out good. Like, uh, you know, I'm suspicious. Oh wait, your, did you say your first time? To make it myself, I wow. never make it. I, wow. I buy wow. it from somebody who has already made it. How did because you it's make not it? My was, food it the fried, the, was it the fried or the oven? Oven. Wow, wow, yeah. Because I heard, I heard a lot of horror stories about the fried man. I seen videos where you got, <laughs> you, got you got to make sure you got this fire extinguisher on deck. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, air, yeah, air pressure, man. Your eggs are gonna are gonna be on fire. I know, it gets, bro. It gets crazy. So I've always stayed away from trying to be the handyman when it comes to turkeys, man. So props, <laughs> props to you for having the courage to do that. Man. <laughs> oh man, you know, you know, it came as a. As a, as a very bad dare, you know. I posted yeah. something on, on Instagram, right? Mm. And I'm like, you know, like kind of like when you fish for a picture to inspire people. Yeah. You know, it's, you don't have to put all your posts all about you. You know. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, yo, yeah. yo, guys, have a good time. Enjoy the turkey. This nigga went and put under my name, under my under my post. He said, "Oh, dude, so where did you download the picture from?" Well, uh, I had to go buy the whole turkey now. You now know, you that's know, you what they say. Haters, haters gonna think it's photoshopped. You know how that goes. So let's go, go make it. So I had to do it, man. But Thanksgiving to me was good. Uh, nice. Black nice. Friday. Black Friday was not as crazy as I thought it was gonna be. I think a lot of people kind of like freaked out because of Black Friday. Oh yeah. 
definitely with this with this COVID year, Black Friday definitely will never be the same, you know, for sure. Yeah, I didn't see that. I didn't you see know. that much. How's yeah. the weather? How's the weather yeah. like in Houston? Man, surprisingly, it's gotten chilly over here. Um, we was in the lows of the 50s and I was seeing uh, New York was in 60s, so I would have yeah, never yeah, thought... I never thought December Houston would be colder than New York, you know. So it's 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 interesting out here for yeah. sure. What about this, yo? Over here we cold. Or we are cold. It's uh 56, 57. Oh, but yeah. we have a little I bit know. of sunlight. Uh, some days, some days it rains, some days it doesn't. Nice, it's good, nice, good man. We like shout, it. London shout, weather, man. Yeah, shout out to Seattle, man. I definitely want to check it out there. You know, I hear about yeah, all the rains, but I know man. that I know it's a very diverse. It's a melting pot out there, so I, I want to come check out Seattle for sure, for sure. Man, yeah, it's, it's, it's a vibe over here. You know, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of uh, there's a lot of communities that you know come together, help people. Yeah, you know, talk about things that they never talk about. People mm. things that oh, they're not open to, like you know, like where we come from. Like, yeah, where we come yeah. from in Africa. There's some things we can I can't really relate to my yeah. people. In a way that they can digest. Facts, facts. Because facts. Them, them, if I tell them I lost. So, ladies and gentlemen, me and Paul, we met almost 12 years back in the day. Off the, oh, off the plane, off way the back. boat, way, off way, the jet ski. Way, huh? way back. Back way there, back. man. <laughs> we met way back in Wichita, Kansas. Crazy. And uh, no family, no friends, no, like, we, we're just students. We're like, you're just going you to dive right into the history. I see. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, yeah. Like, this, yeah. this was, take us back. Let's, let's go back a little bit, Paul. Paul. Yeah. What was your biggest, your landing? You, big, you, went, you were in the UK when you came straight right here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. Yeah. So you, you're from the UK. You're landing in Littletown, Wichita, Kansas. Yeah. How, yeah. how was your first 15 minutes to one hour? How was your feeling? Well, oh, what was your man. it was it was a crazy culture shock because um, first off, like London is a, is a is a tight knit community, and you know, like you go down the streets, the shops, the blocks, everyone's kind of close knit. Everyone knows everyone. Um, so, like London's a little bit like New York, split into boroughs. So each borough represents like a letter. So I'm from a uh, it's East London. It's a town called Leighton. But the borough is is split into it's called E10, so every so like you got E10, E7, E9, so every borough kind of has its own number and letter and stuff like that. So you know you know certain neighborhoods not to go, certain neighborhoods to go because you know the people are from your area, and you know it's just like coming from a very tight knit community. Even when I was you know growing up in Uganda, Kampala, East Africa, it's like. You know, you're in a city and you know certain areas, you know your your favorite hangout spots, you know where, you know, your friends live, like everything's tight knit. So just being familiar with, with, with Uganda going up in Kampala and then also like London, everything being, you know, within arm's reach. Coming out to, to, to Wichita, Kansas is like the total opposite because it's a college town in the middle of the... Um, Midwest and it's snowing yeah. Christmas I'm not Christmas December season you know and it's just like you can't get anywhere without getting in a car you know like in, in, in Kampala you can jump on those little motorbikes or jump in you know what I mean yeah jump, <laughs> jump, in, a, jump in a taxi or London you You're can hop in a, yeah. yeah London you can hop in a, a train a bus you know and it's like now you're in a place where you're literally at the mercy of of, of, of whoever's got a car. The local. Yeah. Yeah. So it, that alone was crazy because it's like, all right, you touch down in Wichita. Now you want to go grab like groceries or whatever, blankets or whatever stuff you need, you know, to, to, to kind of adjust and adapt to a new area. And it's like, you know, the, the closest person is like, hey, we're going to get this person to take you there. So it's like now it's like you have to really adapt to not knowing your surrounding. And then, you know, it was only one person with a car. And then on top of that, they driving on the other side of the road. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like, yo, what the fuck? Excuse my language. I don't know if I can cuss on your on your phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so it's just like, 
Oh, you know the British cars and then the, and then the, the East African cars. They all, you know, the, 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 right yeah, yeah, yeah. The steering's on the right, so it's yeah, like yeah. you come from that to like wait. Everything's the other way around. So it was, it was definitely, uh, you know, a mind, a mind. You know, I was mind blown for sure. You know, so oh, the experience, yeah, experience good. was crazy when you think about it from that perspective. You know, but we're, what, we're here now. We, we're here now, man. We're yeah. here now, man. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're, you, uh, if you were to put yourself on the front cover of Time Magazine, how would you describe yourself? Wow, you just you just hit me with them them, them one timer questions. <laughs> like, wait, I wasn't ready. We, <laughs> no, no, because look, uh, I said what you do, but I want people to know yeah, what you do in your yeah, own words. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a super, that's a super dope question. Um, I think for me, if I was on the, on the cover of Times, I definitely would want to be uh, remembered as uh, as uh, someone that's innovative. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'd I'd, I'd want to be known as someone that um, was was a creative and you know innovative and, and an inspirer of others. You know, so for me, um, I think right when it comes to you know, going back to boarding school, to, uh, taking literature classes, uh, you know, being the kid in, in debate groups and um, um, always being the person that was always like thinking of ways to express yourself outside of the conventional way, whether it was music, debate, literature, whatever the case, plays, whatever it was, it was just like, that's that was like how we, you know, personally, we were able to hone our creative skills and then you know, as we got out of high school, now it was about how do we infuse that into music? And, you know, that's how I started to get into music and things like that. And then, you know, just so from the creative side, that's what I would look at as far as being innovative was always thinking outside the box, you know, like becoming an entrepreneur and doing business ventures and always. is from my brother Mist. And he has this new joint called Symmetry. So plug in, he's going really deep with it. He's talking about a lot of personal things that happened to his life in the last few 13, 14 months. You know, he's not released a lot of new material lately. But yo, people missed, man. Go check him out on the Grind Daily Vibes. In it. What you know about cemetery walk? Uh, cemetery talks whoa. to the gravestone, but the gravestone don't talk. Uh, I'm alone with my thoughts. Uh, Remember that day up in court, got sent down. Now I'm doing talks on the porch to the porch. Uh, Last hugging my mum was in the morgue. No carriage, no horse. I was broke then. Only done what I could afford. Real to the core. Yeah, we give thanks to the Lord. Straight pain, another page from this article. Memory lane in this article Chapter one with my mum in the carnival yeah, real. Chapter two back to school days hey. I had to make a belt from my shoelace what? But now my jewels bust down Tatiana like I'm blue face Doomsday every Tuesdays what? What? HMP with a roommate real. Pictures on the wall stuck with toothpaste oh Chapter three flashback back to 08 ah. Family's nice, no one's died, yeah, it's all great nice. I know you want more, here's chapter four ah. How did I get ah. by? How? Three months until my mum and dad died Yeah, my melon was fried, ah. I was really outside How the fuck did I survive? I'ma tell you in chapter five What you five. know about cemetery walks? Ah. Cemetery talks Whoa. to the gravestone But the gravestone don't talk ah. I'm alone with my thoughts ah. Remember that day up in court Got sent down, now I'm doing talks On the porch to the porch uh, Last hugging my mum was in the morgue No carriage, no horse, uh, I was broke then Only done what I could afford Real to the core, yeah we give thanks to the Lord Chapter 5 I was sleeping in the rub car yeah, Why? Because the repossessed mum's yard Had metal round me like a scrap yard Up early in the morning at the trap hard Chapter 6, no pot to piss No crib, no money, I was begging lifts Lick a move, blow chase, bare adrenaline Nowhere to stay at night, I was dreading it Chapter 7 is there a place really called heaven? Cause if there is, why did you take my queen from my present? Chapter 8, when your fam hates They'd rather see you in a bad place They hate behind your back, but the smile up in your damn face 
Chapter to nine, I ask God for blessings. Huh? More lessons, and he locked off a whole section. Chapter ten, I can't wait to see my mum again. Yeah, cemetery walks, huh? cemetery huh? talks Whoa. to the gravestone, but the gravestone don't talk. Huh? I'm alone with my thoughts. Huh? Remember that day up in court, got sent down. Now I'm doing tours on the porch to the porch. Huh? Last hugging my mum was in the morgue. No carriage, no horse. Uh, I was broke then. Only done what I could afford. Real to the core. Yeah, we give thanks to the Lord. These pain bought anthems. Fame still a madness. How the fuck am I unhappy in a mansion? Mummy never saw success. She was stressed on the badness. I said, These fame still a madness. These pain bought anthems. Fame still a madness. How the fuck am I unhappy in a mansion? Mummy never saw success. She was stressed on the badness. I said, This fame is a madness. Vibes, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, sorry about that little break, man. We got disconnected there by Ocho. But Ocho, you were explaining something. Continue, brother. Yeah, so yeah, just the creative as far as the music and the culture. Um, right. You know, from what we were influenced, like living in different countries, getting the African and European uh, Western perspective and coming out here. As far as innovation is always just staying in, you know, just staying in tune with what's going on technology-wise. Yeah. Um, actually, 2020 has been a very good, insightful year to teach people that sometimes you have to think outside the box. So, yeah. um, you know, we've, we've always been um, conditioned to always know that <clears throat> you have to have the traditional nine to five kind of job. You know, you have to leave your house. But, you know, with, with people, a lot of people losing their jobs with this COVID, it's taught right. people that you know you can actually do stuff from home so not only are you working from home but you can also focus on your businesses like e-commerce from the comfort of your phone you can sell a product or you can provide a service it's just about targeting your market and seeing what's out there so you know i definitely you know, going back, yeah yeah so you know just going back to the question as far as what i would want to see is a description of mine on any platform right. just be creative um, innovative as far as thinking outside the box and also an inspirer. Um, I feel like all of us have a story to tell and our journey on, on how we are where we are today. You know, experiences for me personally, living in, in Uganda, East Africa, and going to schools out there and uh, living in London, going to schools out there, and now I'm in America. Um, you know, from, from how you mentioned, from Wichita, Kansas, now we in Houston, you in Seattle, and it's just like, I definitely want to inspire someone else that's thinking of, you know, maybe embarking on a journey that's outside the familiar territory. Like you can do it as well. Like you know, we came you out here. And we, yeah, yeah, we but, came out here and made it happen, and you know, we accomplished the things that we wanted to do. So, yeah, I think those would be the three things. Like you know, just being a creative person, um, an innovative person, always thinking of new things new apps new technology and just inspire someone else like you know to to do to do stuff as well so for sure yeah vibes vibes i appreciate but man uh i was talking to uh some homeboys you know we lost uh evo yeah evo yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Power. I remember. Yeah, I remember Steve O. R. I. P. Yeah, for sure. And we were yeah. those. Uh, we were in a, like a group phone call, mm. and we were. Yeah. I, and I kept telling people like, we're losing people without leaving a legacy. Yeah, like we need to. We need to work harder to leave something behind. Like, Facts. what was your footprint when you leave this place? What's mm. your footprint when you leave? Which so what when you felt like uh when you came to Houston? What was your biggest challenge? first time can I just yeah definitely you know like how how you took me down memory lane uh, Wichita Kansas from it being from it being a small college town where um it was not only a culture shock but then it taught me like it looked like they weren't a lot of people but then with time you realize there's a lot of people by the community that you build so correct it's one of those things where sometimes you come to Wichita, Kansas, like, oh my God, there's no one here. And then before you know it, after a couple of months, it's like, wow, there's a lot of people I know here. And you have your own little circles. And I think- Your own little circles you have here with Yeah. And I think, you know, I think that's, that's the same thing. Like when you go to a big city, um, sometimes you feel like there's a lot of people and you don't know a lot of people. You feel isolated. Yeah. But then yeah. you begin to discover the more you get out there, it's like, 
you actually start to build your own little circles and people, people start yeah. people start to know you in certain hangout spots and I think the challenges for me was adapting to, to, to build a community of people but then it does also yeah. teach you that no matter what big city you go to anywhere you go to you're always going to find a community of people that you have similar ideologies similar cultures similar food music you know and I think for me that's something I would encourage anyone that wants to go move somewhere else and is always skeptical about those challenges of like oh how am I going to fit in do I know anyone where am I going to get a job or you know the more you get out there and just keep positive energy you're going to you're going to it's going to reciprocate you're going to meet people that's on your same wavelength and you know you start to figure things out yeah so that to me that was my biggest challenge was um adapting and building a, a new set of people you know and okay yeah for sure right. yeah so man let's, let's tell, yeah. Us, tell us five things that you can't live without off the top five things i can't live out uh definitely my cell phone um a lot okay. a lot of my business that i do is um e-commerce so you know I, a day without my cell phone is like a day without business um yeah. uh -huh. music for sure that's therapy you know <laughs> <laughs> That's therapy right yeah, there. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, so, cell phone music. Um, what's another thing I can't live without? I'm a very simple person. I, I'm actually a minimalist, so that's a hard question. Okay. Um, <laughs> yes. It's something. Okay. Uh, what, what can I live without? Oh, um, sheesh. People overthink this question. Think about it, Paul. You need to brush your teeth. Just oh, brush. you oh, you taking it? You taking it to the bare necessities? Like, 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 if oh. you can't live without these five things, oh, like, yeah. I was, like, I was, yeah. see, I'm thinking like if I was stuck on an island type of question. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking too deep. Oh, we talk, we talk about the bare necessities. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, the case. Bare minimum, yeah. that's the case. That's the case. Yeah, okay. I can't, I can't live without my boxes. That's for sure. Here we here. <laughs> Are we taking it that simple? I'm not leaving the house without my drawers. <laughs> you know what okay. I mean? My toothbrush for sure. You know? Okay. Yeah, yeah, then, you know, give me give me that deodorant. Yeah. We taking it to survival instincts now in, 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 in public. In public. <laughs> you know? When you people, know? when people, when the corona thing broke out and everybody was grabbing toilet paper yeah. and water. Me and my wife were grabbing deodorant, Look, bro. We're driving. We were like, bro, deodorant, you know, bro. I go. Yeah. COVID, COVID taught me the biggest lesson, bro. What? When people start to panic, they even forget what is really important. Do you realize that? Right. People, like, people, water, people right? are fighting for toilet paper, bro. Like literally <laughs> the last roll of toilet paper, you got old people in a store throwing shopping carts at each other. I'm like for toilet paper. I'm like, bro. yo, why are people not in the in the food dry foods aisle or the water aisle fighting? Yeah, the water like, aisle. They just if, they people really love to clean yeah, their butt. The worst, look, if the worst comes to the worst, we just gonna. There's always another alternative for toilet paper. <laughs> Trust me. So you, you gonna find something, you know. But like, yo, no food All in right, the house. So you're on no three. In... You're on three. You got two no, more. I gave you two. I gave you the cell phone. I gave you the music. I gave you. I gave you the boxes. I'm definitely not free free balling out here in public. You know, I got okay. I got the deodorant for sure. Yeah, and I got I yeah. got to brush my teeth, man. Like, yeah, like, like, all right, vibes, we're man. Not, we're not talking if my breath is gonna keep you six feet without the face mask. <laughs> you know, it's gotta be this. Oh man, know, like yeah, for sure. Right, but anything that just makes people be able to be close to you, man. Just that's, that's, that's yeah, cool, yeah, man. Facts. Because if you stink, man, everybody, yeah. everybody's going to avoid yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. And, and the first impression is everything. It could have been a bad day. Maybe that's not how you are every day, but it could have been one, one day you just easy. forgot that deodorant and then it's like, yeah, I remember that guy when I first met him. That's the dude that, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the dude. That's, that would be your yeah, mark your every stigma. day. You can't take that off. Yeah, that. facts. Yeah, let me let's talk, let's talk, let's bounce from uh, from music and the good stuff to some of the more uh, intrinsic stuff. Like let's let's talk about uh, 
mental health in um in immigrant community wow that's i, I like that I, I like that you brought that up because um <clears throat> i think um me personally is something that people don't really like to talk about um yeah and and, and i think um there's me personally you know like i'm speaking for myself i think people don't like to talk about mental health because there's uh, a taboo uh, an ideology that's attached to uh, mental health um, you know just as, a, as, a, as an African immigrant I can speak from a black perspective and also from an African perspective so um, I think within the black communities there's that ideology of uh, mental health almost being generalized into um, someone's just crazy and I, and I think to generalize mental health, which, you know, is a disease in, in a sense of just one label crazy is, is, is a very um, a bad way of just kind of, you know, putting everything under one blanket. Yeah, because when you look at mental health, you've got depression, you've got anxiety, um, right. you've got bipolar, you've got uh, uh, schizophrenia, right. you've got... Um, You've got, you know, a whole collection of different subsections of mental health. So right. to just label someone crazy without actually, un- really yeah, bad. without actually understanding that it could be something that's separated. You know, it's it's not fair to a person because some people naturally have anxiety because of different reasons. They might have had a childhood traumatic experience. Um, some people might be. Um, experiencing depression maybe because of loss of a friend or family member um For a job. Yeah, yeah anything you know and it's just any law yeah right. so so i think because there's this easy generalization of all oh, that person's crazy it, it it really um stops people from actually being able to talk about it openly and and also um what's the word normalize the conversation normalize, you know because correct. I think when you look at the black culture, it's like, oh, that, that, you know, that person's crazy. But it's like, no, he might just be experiencing bipolar disease where one minute he might be totally fine. And then the next he's like acting, you know, irritable. Like he's, you know, doesn't even want to be around anyone. So, um, you know, I feel like that has to change um, from, from, an, an, uh, from an African immigrant perspective. I, I think... Uh, there's a lot of culture involved in it, you know. When you look at when you look mm-hmm. at African cultures, um, sometimes when someone might be experiencing any kind of mental health issue, um, they can easily label it as, you know, maybe that person got a curse on him, or somebody put a hoax, or you know, that person's right. got some kind of voodoo or whatever the case. You know, as as a as opposed to actually trying to figure out like, okay, what's what's causing this, you know, and, and I think. That makes it taboo, also to 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 um, to actually normalize the conversations. Like, oh, this person's going through depression. You know, you, you know, you got them old school, old Africans. They'll walk in your room like, man, get out of bed. What's wrong with you, like? Yeah, <laughs> yeah what's wrong you know? with you? Like, yeah. Come on, yeah. what's wrong Be with you? Be a man. Like, Walk out. You know, they're yeah, man. But they but they don't yeah. understand. Yeah. Like like the bad thing yeah. is, there's a lot of causes of yeah. depression. I'm of it. Is- I, the ones I've seen a lot of my my brothers and sisters have yeah. gone through is there's a lot of trauma from like back home yeah. they had and they've not come yeah. in peace yeah. with it and it's affecting them yeah. moving forward because it scares them to do to take yeah. risks yeah do stuff yeah I think I think when you when you look at as far as um, mental health from from an immigrant perspective I think the major thing is the pressure of expectation versus reality so. Um, you have a short time span to produce astronomical results, and um, yeah, you know when you when you kind of subtract subtract the kids that come out here for college or whatever the case, and they're already coming from well-to-do families, there isn't as much pressure because the wealth is kind of evenly spread out. But when you well, but when correct. you come from a from a from you know the average. African immigrant, you know, there's a lot of sacrifices that it takes to, 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 to get, you know, their kids out here for college or for careers and things like that. So now right. there's such, right. 
a, a, a short time span in which this person has to carry the burden of, of the expectation of, you know, I'm going to be here for four years after four years of graduating or whatever the case, I have to just go back and become this superhero, you know, for, 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 for my whole family. And, you know, a lot of times when it doesn't come as quick and back home, there's that quick expectation, you know, of course, that mentally alone can, you know, it, it, it I see, I see a lot of people struggling with that, you know, and, and, and sometimes the fear of even disclosing that to your immediate friends because of the, 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 but yeah, shame people. exactly. You shame people. Yeah. So there's, you need yeah, shame yeah. People. there's okay. that paranoia of being judged. Like, oh man, I can't, you know, I can't have a conversation with my friends about this because, you know, I don't want to let them know, like I'm hustling, you know, I'm, I'm doing two jobs. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to make ends meet or, you know, and, and, and the, the, the irony of it is the same friends that you're probably scared to talk about are experiencing the same thing. So just going back to your point, there has to be a culture of just normalizing a conversation where people can actually have these conversations like, yo, man, you know, I'm working these jobs. I'm doing this. I'm doing this for my people back home. You know, I'm paying school fees for one of my nephews because that's how it is. That's the typical story. You know, the Western Union story, the MoneyGram story, it's across the board. Everyone knows what it means to, to, to do no, that. I, I will. Yeah. I yeah. don't call my brother. Brother, I, I, spoke, I spoke to one man mm. down here in Seattle and I was, I was telling him, like, he's a creative yeah. film director. Um, and we were, we were, you know, pitching ideas to each other, you know, bouncing ideas, trying to see if we can find venues to like shoot something good, like a little yeah. mini movie or something. And I kept yeah. telling him that I was, uh, I was, I was really not sold all the way with the script because the script you wanted to give me was that normal immigrant yeah. relationship, yeah. you know those things. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. marry those storylines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, like, Nolly, no the Nollywood story. Every one of us, the Nollywood <laughs> story. There's no way everybody's narrative is like this. Is not everybody's yeah. story. Where was the guy who tried yeah. to plot our go to the state university in Wichita room yeah. three or four, and then the yeah. scout down there called the cops and I was and they got the ticket because they didn't know that the culture shop you don't kill yeah. animals within cities. City yeah, bar. we where need those stories. Where are the yeah. stories? Where are the stories of the first when the first time you stepped on the snow oh, and you didn't walk and you slipped and fell, roll, rolled over like a like a like a decrepit pumpkin? Where are those stories? Walking through. Where are those stories? Then where are the stories of mental health of people who cannot yeah. come out? Yeah. Bro, you didn't know nothing about getting married coming here. Bro, I, mean, I thought I was going to be exactly. a student forever. People now, people got mm. six kids. People you are in the same class with some of mm. our brothers, man. I'm like, wow. Oh, that's the response. Well, you prepared exactly. for this. And it, it weighs on them, but they yeah. can't say and, 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 and you know, it just goes back to what I was saying. We need to be, we need to break the barriers of of, of, of shaming people, being judgmental, and, and the, the, the paranoia that comes with it. I think when we have normal conversations where we can all meet as boys at a bar or whatever and laugh about things about like, man, you know, I'm dealing with this whatever baby mama drama or you know i got this my, my ex-wife or trying to get my papers or man I, I just sent money back home to pay for some of my cousins for 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 their senior secondary school and we normalize these conversations we'll actually start to real yeah i bought property in africa yeah. and somebody yeah. took my someone land me, and, and so yeah someone sent me pictures i thought i thought i had Holy a hotel shit, in yeah. uganda you know and you know, I just went back and it's a hot yeah. like we should we should we should we should have these kind of conversations, you know? Yeah, just sit down, yeah. just sit down, be like, yeah, because some people don't yeah, want to talk I, about it. Remember when I came yeah. out when I came out with the podcast, I came out, I started having uh, my first few sessions I was talking about things like uh like yeah. men's mental health or uh domestic yeah. abuse yeah. and relationships in yeah. immigrant communities. And guys are like, why are you talking about this stuff? I'm like, because if you don't talk about it, yeah, you're going to lose and, more and, and I'm really, really glad you mentioned that because honestly, most of us come from, uh, we come from systems where there's a lot of stuff you can get away with back home that you can't get away with here. You know, and, and I think 
when we start to address those mental issues, we'll be able to avoid a lot of crimes and little things that, you know, like, for example, domestic violence or arguing or fights, different things can be avoided when people talk about it because it's like, you talk about the frustrations you experience from maybe um, work or child support or whatever the case, you talk, we, we normalize these conversations to the point where we might even be able to develop ways in which we can share resources. Like, yeah, like, hey, I'm not, I know this family lawyer that can help you help this person. Or I know this person that can help you with this. And then all of a sudden, not only are we normalizing these conversations, but we're actually helping people. So now instead of someone being completely lost, not knowing where to seek legal advice or where to get advice on maybe some kind of counseling or whatever the case, now people know that these things are there and not only that people know like hey i'm not gonna go down this path or get in a in a relationship that's gonna be a waste of time or that's gonna eventually make me do something that might make mistakes in life you know and in the long run you'll start to notice that more and more generations of immigrants coming out here will have less and less more involvement in trouble because now you have like a, a guideline to follow there's people that's going to be like your big brothers like yo you know when you come out here you gotta avoid this and stay away from this or if you do it, it fall into this position we're here to help you you can talk about things as opposed to our oh, not keep that within you because you're embarrassed about it and then you're internalizing all these emotions and then you lash out in an in a unsafe environment and the next thing you know you know, you're, you're, you're dealing with the legal issues or sometimes you, you know, life-threatening situations that could have been avoided, you know, just by normalizing things. And, and I think, you know, that's, that's important. You know, it's very important. You know, we've lost countless people out here because those kind of conversations were not had. You know, it was more so like a shame. Yeah, it was more so like a shameful thing that people kept within themselves. But people are battling all kinds of battles, personal battles that you don't know. But if those conversations were had, be like, hey, man, that situation with such and such, it's not right for you. And, you know, we're here as your brothers to sit down with you and tell you, you know, just just take a break from that. And, And you just never know what impact that could have done, you know. Yeah, so I I think, you know, that has to change for sure. It has to change. I think the one thing, uh, uh, I I was uh, brainstorming with some homeboy two days ago, and I told him that I think the pressure, Mm. there's a narrative like a lot of immigrants have, and this is all Mm. continents all over the Mm. globe when they go overseas. There's a narrative that that everybody has to, they, they have this, like you said, quintessential yeah. goal. Like, bro, yeah. we expected right. to have a Bentley in one year. Yeah. Bro. That's what we saw. Based on how the yeah. you know how the space is marketed by them, right? So you come, but they don't understand like when you come here and you yeah. learn about generational wealth, how capitalism works, how to get up on the corporate yeah. uh, corporate America chain, like how hard you have to work. Yeah. Nothing comes there's no CEO yeah. who's waiting four days, bro. If you see a CEO there like like three years, four years, bro. There was some yeah, lot of money of investment involved in that education. Now, you, you know what I'm saying? So that narrative got to change. That narrative, like, I had to, the other day I was talking to my old lady, and I told my old lady, remember mm. when I came here? Yeah. Do you know how much actually the school tuition was for, mm. like, every semester? It's like, for I'm like, mm. yeah, this is how much it was. So if mm. I, if you paid out of pocket mm. all the way till I graduate, I don't know if you have, right, you have had right, any business. Definitely. Like. Definitely. But then if you if you sell that back home properly so that people understand, like, you want a doctor. This is the investment that goes mm. into this doctor being the, the right, doctor that right. you want him to be. Without oh, this right. resources, yeah. without this investment, without this commitment, yeah. this guy will be mm. a frustrated truck driver in the middle of mm. Texas not trying to go back home because you guys yeah. need to understand that medical school comes with like two hundred thousand dollars in debt but since he wasn't a citizen then he didn't get the loan but you guys would have not understood because you're like you got an a you're over there you should be a doctor by now you're wasting your life the guy started drinking or the guy started smoking heavy 
gets into mm. multiple felonies and stuff and he has nobody to talk yeah. to because everybody around him is running on their mm. own narrative mm. what was your narrative mm. what was your narrative yeah I, I definitely think um i definitely think uh that it just goes back to what i said the expectation versus reality you know i, I remember it was funny i remember when i um, I ran into uh, when, when I was out there in Wichita and I ran into one of them kids and he had told me yeah. he was like yo before we came to America man like you know all we used to do was watch MTV videos and all these hip-hop videos and uh, whatever it was BT or whatever it was at that time and he was like man we 106 and Park yeah. and he was just like yeah he was yeah he was MTV TRL and he was like yeah he was like he was like, channel you know, o. the expectation we had of like coming to America was just like this whole land of just like excess, you know, excess cars, parties and all Party. that. And he was yeah. like, he came out here and he was mind blown when he started to see like the homeless people, you know, and, 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 and that's just a simple way of looking at it because you have to understand this is a younger guy going to college and he's coming out here and he still can't grasp the idea that the people out here in America that's struggling so now you have to look at now you have to look at it from yeah. a first second oh third generation of, of African like an older person that is not yeah. even young to you know because a young person can easily google like let me look at cities in America and they might show you crimes or people getting killed or homeless people, whatever, prostitution, drugs. But if a young person can't even see it, imagine an older traditional person right. that has this idea of their kid going overseas. They're thinking that excess times 10, they already feel like immediately you touch down, you're just supposed to just be flourishing, you know? And you so... Yes. Yeah, so it's the expectation versus the reality, and I and I honestly, I honestly think, yeah, to 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 help solve that issue, there has to also be uh, the the people that the 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 immigrants that come here for for work, college, or whatever the case, they need to have no shame in their game to tell people back home, yo, right now I'm trying to get to where I need to be I'm struggling I'm trying to I'm hustling I'm working whatever whatever it is to get there and right now if I make these sacrifices I'm not going to be able to pay my bills there has to be no shame in doing that because there's so many people that stretch themselves so thin that they're not even able to get by when it comes to taking care of themselves and they live very unhealthy lives from diet, nutrition, exercise, to mental, to the point where you're you're cutting down your lifespan because you're trying to make sure someone in the village has air conditioning, is eating three meals a day with a with a maid, with a, what they call them house girls, and they 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 they, they getting they getting cable girl, TV, yeah. they not even working, they chilling, you know. But you here literally in a small studio, whatever the case, and you're struggling. There has to be, there has to yeah. be, I mean, thinking, there has to be I'm those conversations where someone can just say, hey, you know, this right now, I can only do certain much, you know, because if you don't, if you have yeah. that feeling of, oh, I don't want to let, yeah. They'll so, keep taking yeah. and they'll keep taking you know, and so they'll The expectation versus reality conversations have to be had, you know, just like you mentioned, like the, the, the expectation of you being a doctor. The reality is it's going to cost a major investment where even people here still owe hundreds of thousands of dollars in loans to pay it back. So why not? Why not have those conversations? Why not normalize it? So that people that have these expectations also understand like, you know what? He did mention this is he or she mentioned this is these are the challenges they're facing, you know, and so be it. Yeah, because I'm thinking, because I'm thinking, do they have programs like that? Like programs like your vibes with the, with the embassies, like whether you're from Iran, from Seychelles, mm. from Canada, from New Zealand. So I'm just like, yo, bro, so when you get there, mm. you know, like how you can Google things on YouTube, right? 
make sure you got your stuff good. Make sure you, you're good there so that this will get your dream where you need to be. Make sure when you pull up, don't yeah, yell at I a woman. Think, you're think, not in Iran here. Yeah, I think, I think that's a very violent. hard one because people are always going to have an idea of something based on what they believe. Um, it's just like, you know, my experience in America is a lot of people don't know a lot of things outside of America, you know, and it's, you know, you tell someone about a different sport outside of American football or basketball or whatever the case, they're like, they don't know nothing about it. So it's the same way outside of there, you know, before I came here, I didn't know nothing about no American football either. Or not, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we be so watching the it just, game. It just goes back to, hey. you know, you, it's not easy for people to have a handbook on learning about things until you actually experience it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think um, on that type of level, it just has to be a conversation. People should not be ashamed to have, and you know, there's unfortunately a lot of. Uh, um, African cultures, you know, if you if you if you tell someone like right now, this is not something I can do, you know how it is. News will spread in the family like a wildfire that such and su- such and such a person <laughs> all Literally. of a sudden is stingy or whatever the case, you know. But people shouldn't be ashamed of it. Like if that's what it is, that's what it is, you know. And when you're there, when you're able to do it, and you're able to, you know, because when you're able to do it fully it's going to be 10 times stronger than you just struggling, you know? So, yeah, I think it's important, man. We've got to normalize those conversations, all of those conversations, you know? Yeah, man. All of them, man. we got to save each other, man. The vibe, yeah. the, the vibe so, is the only currency that keeps I'm telling you, bro, what you put out is what life. you get back, you know? That's it. Yo, well, let me tell me, tell me eight things that make you happy like eight things you do for myself i take i take take pleasure in helping people i like i like doing something nice for someone um i I like i like having a productive day when i know i spent the day and i i did something productive anything it could be reading a book it could be um giving someone advice it's just anything you know I, i like having a productive day like doing yeah. nice stuff for people. Um, I like always reflecting on where I've come and where I am. I think that that always keeps me going. Um, I like to meditate for sure. You know, okay. meditation. Like for me, my way of meditation is is is, is you know it's it's like a little thing that I do um, before I wake up. You know, people have different ways okay. of meditating. Um, I like to think of. I like to think of everything I'm going to do before I start my day. So when I'm late, when I'm laying in bed right before I get oh, out, I just just kind of visualize everything I'm going to do. And it's funny because when you start to do all those things, it's weird. It's almost like you're going through like a, uh-huh. a lucid dream sense. It's it's kind of like when you're drive. It's kind of like if you were to drive, like mm. you know, you in Seattle, busy busy city. You're driving from work to go home. If someone if someone was to ask you, do you remember every single okay. stop or every single person you passed on the road or every single traffic light, you're not gonna remember every single detail. But but to be honest, I don't I know. Just zoning out. Some days exactly. But you know mentally in a passive sense, you know you made that journey, right? And, and that's how I, I, I like to meditate. Yeah. Like, I'll think about the things I'm about to do. So when I start to do them, it feels fluid. Like, I don't have to really sit and think, like, okay, what am I about to do right now? Because I've already visioned, you know? So I like to meditate. Um, I like to I like to cook. Cooking, to me, is therapy. Um, you know, especially when I, when I grab, like, small African, um, Ugandan, like spices or little delicacies here. Uh, for me, that's therapy, you know, it keeps me rooted. You know, I'm always able to think of back home. Um, another thing I like to do, I love to play Afro music. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's your favorite uh, Afro, Afro, Afro bounce right of, now? Um, I've been jamming a lot of WizKid, shout out to WizKid. You know, he dropped that album. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, where yeah, 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 that album Legos, yeah, man, man, that's Legos. a crazy yeah. album. I've been jamming a lot of that. Oh, you yeah. know, from, that's like one of my morning routines when I'm when I'm brewing my coffee and starting my day. You know, I'll yeah, yeah. I do that. Yeah, that that yeah. has no therapy. You can't live without that, man. Yeah, so yeah, definitely music. Oh um, my uh, I'm on six, seven. I like to go out every now and then to catch up with the fellas. And, and, and see how their week's been going, tell them about mm-hmm. my week and talk to them about anything, you know, relationship from, you know, whatever it is, when you're talking about girls or, you know, relationship stuff and struggling with work, okay. bills, or whatever the case, you know, it's always good to, to to catch up with the fellas and yeah, yeah. So that's Absolutely. seven. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And eight, I like to watch sports, man. Sports is, is sports, I like sports, especially, yeah. um, stories of consistency and 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 adversity overcoming that like when i look at lebron james's career you know he spent 20 years in the league uh uh, what's it three four championships right and people constantly writing him off but he's always producing at the highest level ever since he joined the league i get inspired i get inspired by stuff like that because it's like If someone can commit his life to one craft and make sure he's at the top of his game consistently for two decades, what am I doing? <laughs> you know? So right. I, I, I get pleasure from watching sports because it inspires me on a day-to-day. Um, you know, so yeah, that's that's my right. that's my top eight list right there. You know, for sure. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, that's a vibe, man. Anything that you do. For your mental yeah. habitat up Facts. there, you know what I'm saying? That's that's dope. That's, yeah. that's, that's flourishing. You gotta water it. You know, it's a garden. If you starve it, and you don't nourish facts. your own system. Big you're facts. Not pour Mad out. facts. Nourish shit and pour out. Right those are the right words right for the day. Right I'm stealing those from you. Talking about nourishment. Talking about nourishment. You know, I came to the scene with the whole mm. uh, the aggressive rapper. Mm. A producer stuff, and then I mellowed nah, you out. You ain't mellowed out. Uh, I, 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 I seen your, I seen your comedy uh, stands uh, up. You ain't mellowed out. Stop being. Come on, man. We got you on this podcast. <laughs> Don't try to play. But I, I, I got, I got, I got this. I'm I got this. This new energy, you know. I'm yeah, but, but when you, yeah, yeah. This, well, I, no, at uh, home, of course, at home. You know, when you, that's, your, that's, your, that's your cave, that's your fortress. When you with the wifey, you're chilling, hanging out, you know, relax. But I've seen you when you're in your arena, yeah. when you're in your basketball court. I've seen you, man. When you put on your 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 you know your your Jordans and you're dunking on people with the microphone. I've seen you. Hello, everybody. Welcome. I'm like, wait, is that the same guy that was just at dinner with his wife? Let me tell you something. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I feel, I feel like, uh, again, like I said, when you like listen to Afrobeat, this vibes you pick from the sound. Yeah. Every snare, every guitar. And I feel like the whole passion of what we come with from the the continent has to be delivered in that same manner. Look at when they were introducing yeah. Inchala, or they were introducing any any member of Wakanda. Yeah. They had to beat them. There was some impact. Was that pay attention from? Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to talk yeah. here for long. You, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. How people came to funerals yeah. or Thanksgiving. So that's how me. I'm like, yeah. brother, mm. listen. I got a Straight. message. I got five minutes. What's up? Yeah, and, and I think I think I'll that's important. Out. I think that's that's a very important point you made because. Out of anything that we have in life, you can have a million dollars, you can be the most successful, you can have a hundred kids, whatever the case, whatever you define success, a mansion. But one thing you can never buy back is time. You know, I mean, I mean, Steve Jobs was worth, I don't know, I don't know how much and he had everything in the world, but he couldn't buy back time, you know, so sometimes it's and i know someone like if he was still here today you can only imagine how many futuristic innovations and inventions he'd be thinking about so it's like time is important so when you just mentioned that when you stand next to someone you're like hey i only have five minutes what is it boom 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 that that is important because there's so many bullshitters out here 
you know, people that would talk for, for, for hours and hours. Yeah, I, I love it. Yeah. You know, or someone that's telling you like, hey, uh, you know, then, uh, then Mamba, I need you to come out here and do a comedy special, but you're going to get exposure and, you know, we're going to have you on thousands. Exactly. Your time but, is uh, only when you can buy that back. And even if I do, yeah. even if I do, even if I do pick that type of gig, my uh, my mentor, I think you, I think you know yeah, by now, my nice. mentor by my energy is Bernie Mark. That's your spirit like, animal, right there. I like there. Bernie Mark so much. Bernie Mark was like, I like yeah. carnival, yeah. R.I.P. Bernie, Bernie Mark. Man. I just Legend. let me tell you something. Yeah. I don't have a lot. Yeah. Yeah. This comedy is serious to me. So the jokes I'm giving yeah. you, whether you mm. find them funny or not, I want you to understand. I took time. Right. I crafted this yeah. for you. Okay. Five minutes, right? Mm. I'm just gonna drop yeah. this. If he doesn't hit you as a joke, mm. take mm. it as a, a, a spoken word, okay? All yeah. right, this is just a story, all right? Bam! That shows seriousness. Yeah. when you yeah, come man. and. Because you have hecklers there ready for you, from You oh, have yeah. the fact that you're a black African with an accent comic yeah. in the regular arena with the other people. There's some people yeah. don't think yeah. you're funny just when yeah. you start talking like us. Oh, yeah. yeah. He doesn't even know him. Do you miss yeah. like, how how did you um um how was your uh, journey like transition your music from when you started making music um, when you were young to when you came I think for me one thing that I've always kind of embraced more so was um uh, infusing like just different cultures growing up into into my sounds um you know I, I definitely think having lived in London and Uganda mm-hmm. now. Um, out here in, in America, you just learn so many different cultures, and, and also being aware of what the sound is out now today. So before it was more of so of like just rapping for fun and having fun with beats and stuff like that. Like even when I was in, in high school, like there was like rap competitions and all that type of stuff. And now it's like we're actually learning more melodies, dropping more tunes that kind of evoke emotions you know and, and now it's like all right this is actually really deep it's creative like we can actually work on melodies and, and verses and connect to you know a certain type of crowd so i think with with music and anything you do it could be fashion um it could be it could be even in your arena comedy it's always about evolving you know um i'm sure i'm sure when you were doing certain jokes when you first started now the jokes are changing you know you can't you can't make jokes about obama in a trump era <laughs> you know what i mean you know so 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 things oh, are going right, to change according right, to, to, right. to what type of era you're in um, you know when you look at the top artists of today when you hear their first albums and you hear the ones that's on right now you notice their sounds are changing according to yeah yeah the sound yeah, so, so, so just going back to what you asked me for sure, yeah. there's been an evolution on, on how my, my, my creative craft has changed based on what's going on and how I'm feeling right now. So um, I think now it's more so just getting emotions based on melodies and things like that. So definitely it's changed. Yeah. Oh, right. So what's next though? What's next for Paul from here? Like, Crazy, crazy. So me and my cousin, we got a group, London Boys '96, and um, come come January, um, basically the game plan is just to drop as many videos, drop as many videos, get a lot more um, streaming out there, get 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 more exposure, you know. And I think I think with the music itself is gonna really speak for itself. So the visuals would just kind of add that extra source to it. So. I'm excited about Journey for sure. We're definitely going to be putting out a lot more content, so I'm excited for sure. Yeah, appreciate, appreciate that, man. Bless. I just want to hear music and music, man. Can you, can you, can you plug me, me? Can you plug me on some so I can uh, play right after this? Uh, right after uh, this yeah, set, for sure. So they can for know sure. where to so find we you. Got, we got an EP out there right now. It's called Nights Only. Um, you can get us on everything okay. from iTunes to Spotify okay. to YouTube. It's called Nights Only, and that's by London Boys okay. 96. So definitely you can catch us on that for sure. Yeah, man. London yeah, Boys yeah. 96, <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you to the oh, max, yeah, man. Every time, I, every time we catch up, man, it just it's a vibe. You know, I feel like I'm in a pub with you right now. 
<laughs> yeah. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. A lion yeah. in a cage is still a lion. A lion in the wow. jungle is still a lion. And a lion does not eat grass. Even yeah. if it's starving. He starves yeah. till he gets the you, meat. I'm, That's what he eats. That's man, I knew you were going to give me one of those Chino and Chebe man. quotes, man. You, you be going hard, man. You think about it, fam. You think about it. You're, you're not an outlaw because you live outside. You're an outlaw because you live wow. an outlaw wow. lifestyle inside. So the insiders wow. notice that you're the outlaw. You can't be a uh, an outlaw in outside. You have to be in the That's the hardest. We don't do I feel like I feel like you just cracked the code by what Tupac meant when he used to call himself an outlaw. Because I always, you know, people would always associate it with, oh, he's just like, you know, he's encouraging people to do like break the laws and stuff like that but now that you break it down like that that's that's deep man that's 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 dope i like that that's you have to begin from if you ain't no mess that's why you're the music the yeah. more the more you get deep on your core that the, the lyrics should be writing with you at another level and yeah. i think that's the core i got i'm getting with comedy with writing with that the truth yeah. myself Facts. that way it's easier for me to be like you know honesty is big like you just like when people make fun yeah. of Oh, Kevin Hart was not funny in the yeah. last special. I'm like, but he was yeah. home. He was telling you about yeah. his family. He's selling yeah. arenas. Whether you yeah. think he's funny yeah. or not, yeah. there's a lot of million people who relate to the bro. Yeah. Focus on, he's focused on yeah, the happiness. I, I, I never, it's the never happiness way, Baba. With, with someone hmm? that doesn't know how to create the recipe. You know, there's a reason why he's getting those... Nah, there's, there's, there's a reason uh, why... The recipe, hey. So... How you to how you to argue from the sidelines, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, definitely, definitely. Noise. This is noise. Your pop, pop. Oh man, definitely. Get me on that IG. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little bit more active. Get me on that IG. Ocho London for sure. And then you know, okay. as we got we got the where you can get most of our content. You know, that's on the IG London Boys ninety six. You can catch us on that any other platform that you can think of once you type in London Boys 96 we're going to pop up for sure vibes and vibes and vibes y'all y'all again this is all the way from H-Town this Ocho yes, London sir. Boy go plug in support the nigga repost his stuff yeah. <laughs> Black oh, man, people, man. Shout out to all the, the black, black queens, women man, the ebony black queens. Men, man. Shout out to all the gorgeous queens out there. Facts. Feminine always, energy, always, good, positive man. feminine energy is needed. Can't imagine. Vibes and vibes, y'all. Y'all, we'll link up again, Paul. We'll link oh, up yeah, again, for sure. Paul. I appreciate you, you putting me on this, man. And definitely, we got to do this a lot more, you know. We're always going to have stuff to talk about, man. For sure, for sure. Yeah, 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 man. We have a lot of stuff oh, to talk man. about, Capella man. Shout out to Capella, shout out to Sunboy. Killing the scene out there. You know, Capella, East African, Nairobi <laughs> King awesome out boy, there. Capella, Killing the scene, rapping R&B. You know, crooning the scene. Got all the ladies going crazy. Shout out to him, for sure. You know, we go way back. You know how that goes. The original rap pack with Suck Hansis. You know, he out there doing his thing. Shout out. Yeah, man, Stanboy, Stanboy, shout out, Stanboy. Stan we love you, we love you, we love you. Oh, yeah, facts. Shout Howard, all them boys. Shout out, shout out, Howard. Oh, yeah, Kitax, Kitax, man them, killing it. Yeah. <laughs> Dan. Shout out, Kitaka, yeah, man them. Shout out, Dan shout Austin, out Rahapo, original bro. squad. Shout out for, for sure. my personal reason. <laughs> yeah, we might have to do a reunion <laughs> podcast at this rate. Hey, we have to do a reunion podcast Facts, at this man. point, man. Where are these people? We need oh, to yeah, yeah, Eddie, 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 for sure. Shout out. Oh, man, Rogers, man. Shout out to, sure, to Rogers. Sure. My boy, Keen, Keen, you know what I mean? Yeah, boy, Keen. Yeah, yeah, shout out, man. Shout yeah, out, yeah, shout out. The whole squad, we're right, not going to get anyone today. Well, hey, we're going to do a reunion, Paul. We're going to do a reunion. And we should say, Shockers, Shockers Nation reunion. Oh, yeah, man. Appreciate it. For sure, for sure. Stay blessed. Stay up. Stay positive. My birthday is December 12th. 
So I'm gonna get on some Zoom. I'm yeah, trying to yeah, find a Zoom it, party because you know social distancing. Oh yeah, for well, sure. Um, for sure, let's 12, do it. Yeah. Keep me black posted. And tie, uh, I'm gonna be sipping on something for sure. Black tie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Bless up, Let's get it. Let's get it. Nice clean. This has been the General Mutombo Show. Thank you for listening, man. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Please plug in. Do share, subscribe, and, you know, post this to people, man. Listen to it on good pods or uh, whatever you're consuming your podcast. Please go subscribe or give me, you know, give me some feedback. Go to General Mutombo Show on Twitter, on Facebook. I'm there, General Mutombo. TikTok. Vibe with me, man. Let's bounce ideas, fam. Let me know what I can do to bring your stories to life. Vibes and vibes and vibes, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to the show. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to General Matambo Uncut Podcasts. Now available on all platforms. Au revoir.